Without a healthy mind, being truly happy and peace is hard. The good news is therapy works. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now and would like some tools to help. Or maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships or at work. Not dealing well with stress. Whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. And special offer to I'm going to let you finish listeners. You can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash I-M-M-A-L-E-T-U, all lowercase. That's betterhelp.com slash I-M-M-A-L-E-T-U. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. What up, everybody? It's I'm going to let you finish show number 86. We're your hosts. We're your hosts, Barbara Mandrell and LaToya Jackson. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. Which I one is LaToya? Mate, you know, I want to be Martina McBride, I've okay. decided. Oh, I love Martina McBride. I love Martina McBride. Yeah, yeah, really and I but you know, Martina. I'm obsessed with Barbara Mandrell. I'm obsessed with Barbara. Because, listen. Uh, you can and eat the Mandrell sisters? Or I mean, just well, no, because, you know, I grew up on country music. My yes, mom, I know that. You know, and during the 70s and the 80s. Oh, Barbara, huge. And she was huge. And then she started having those songs that kind of crossed over the pop. So she was all over the radio. So we'd be sitting in the car singing, you can eat crackers in my bed anytime. Or oh, sleep a single with a double in a double bed. Or woman to woman. Do um, have the time? The day we're taping, which is um, on a Tuesday, it's... Thanks, guys. International Women's Day. You throw us a fucking day. Yay. Uh, well, no. Well, it's the month. Well, it's also International Women's Month. So you'll know it's day. Women's History Month. Oh, uh, well, listen, we get black. We get History the month, month with 31 days. Well, we, we, do got, get the month we get we got a short month. that doesn't have an ex that doesn't have that doesn't even have a day. in it. we're like, today's the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we yay International Women's Day. <laughs> Thanks. I guess. Well, you're Whatever. a woman and you're international. So I am international. I am international. I'm internationally known <laughs> and I've been known to rock a microphone. Mm-hmm. I am both. And you know what All else right. you're not? In jail in Russia because you have well, not. Well, I was going to say, <laughs> because I was going to say that's a horrible but apropos segue. <laughs> <sighs> okay. I, All right. Here's first off, let me preface this by saying. I don't want any Americans to be in jail. Anyway, I really would not like to have people in. And I, the situation in Russia, even before this, uh, this monstrosity that's going on, it was not a good place to be in jail. No. It's not a good place. The, the, and I also believe the drugs should be legal. But newsflash, they're not legal in certain countries. Russia being one of them. So 
Courtney, just for sake of argument, if I were a six kind of sort nine, of that whole region of the world, except for like Holland. Yeah, <laughs> and, exactly. And, and not yeah, all and Holland, maybe, Dan- Amsterdam, maybe Denmark, like, maybe. Right, yeah. I was say, and maybe just like yeah, Amsterdam. yeah, maybe like the more, but not a totalitarian <laughs> government where your where your leader is poisoning people and they. All right, so here's the thing: if I were a six foot nine black tattooed woman with dreadlocks who was a lesbian what would be the one thing i wouldn't do let me think let me think for that oh i know have drugs in my bag so Brittany griner or as courtney likes to call her <laughs> brianna stewart, I was, brianna like, Amy, stewart. I was like we need to talk about brianna stewart and, and i was like all right, I've been working with Courtney for several years now. I think by Brianna Stewart, he means Brittany Griner. Right. Fun fact, people. I know a lot of shit and my answer will be right. But getting you there, I might yeah. tell you to take two lefts when it's one left and a right. No, you'll eventually end up. But unlike most men, Courtney will t- listen to uh, driving instructions when you tell him, no, Courtney. Mm-hmm. It's not. Well, anyway. She's in she's in a Russian jail, which I don't know, is like Midnight Express level horrible. Well, and now we're finding out she actually got arrested on February 5th. So she's been in a Russian jail for over a month. The story just came out last week, but she's been in the Russian jail since February 5th. And she plays over there, right? Yeah, she's in the WNBA. She's in the WNBA. And because they paid them like shit. Most of those young ladies and, you know, they have to go overseas yeah. to really where they make more money and supplement their income in the offseason. For the last seven years, I believe she's been playing on Russian. Right. Overseas. Oh, look, it's Which a horrible. Which makes me feel like something shady is happening here. You know what I mean? Because she's Wait American. Wait a minute. Russia? Shady? Right. <laughs> yeah. Because... Courtney, you're such a cynic. Yeah. You think the timing, uh, I mean, we the don't. The timing I... is very odd. They know who she is. She's been, she's a star of football, a, excuse me, a basketball over there. She's been playing in their league for seven yeah, years. Yeah, she's huge. Yeah. So, so, and she's a big international WNBA star. They know who she is. It yeah. almost seems like right now, it's just really unfortunate that, you know, I can't say what she had in the back because we don't know that. It could be the truth. It could not be the truth. Exactly. But it's, a, but it's a really unfortunate situation that she is in jail and has been there for over a month. And, you know, the WNBA and everybody's saying we're trying to get her out. But the thing is, if she did have drugs in her in her bag, you know, I think that we tend to want to apply American laws to other countries. And it's really difficult. Right. Do you remember what it took when I believe it was Naomi Campbell's 40th birthday party. Remember, she was having that big 40th birthday party. I wasn't invited, so I didn't really pay attention <laughs> well, to her because okay, Naomi, well, you know, I don't know what happened with me and Naomi. She doesn't really well, you know, reach after, out anymore. Well, when you reviewed her album, Baby Woman, and you did <laughs> not give it a stellar, 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 it did in the UK, in Japan, I believe. All right, so it never when, came out. But when it <laughs> flopped really badly there, the yeah. U.S. plan for it was completely scrapped. Still have the cassette. I still have the CD and I have it on MP3. To me, whenever I'm feeling bad about myself and I'm feeling really upset and depressed, I put that on and I'm like, no matter how you're feeling, it's never going to be. You're a better singer than Naomi this. Campbell. And it's never going to be. I remember she also had the book too. She wrote the novel, Swan. Yeah, she's. A, <laughs> it all she came is. out around the same time. 
<laughs> well, I mean, the point being is that poor Britney, look, yes, Americans tend to think that they drag the Constitution and our laws around with them. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. What yeah. I was going to say is back to, remember, it was Dallas Austin. Do you remember she was having yes, a party yes, in yes, Dubai? Yes, 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 yes. And a Republican, a big Republican guy it, came it, in and got it, him out. It took a bunch of people right. to get him out because, like, they had to call Bill, it was like Bill Clinton and yeah, a yeah, bunch yeah. No, of people because. And they oh, end up getting out because they had the shame, the shared publisher. They, they, they both had, had the same publisher. And they did, they had to go through a whole bunch of shit because over there there's like a zero tolerance policy for, for right. any kind of drugs but, so i just i hope for her yeah me too. that they can work this out because i don't think the, i don't i mean look he, we're we're essentially at war with russia right now uh, without there's no essentially yeah. we completely war, russia's at war with the entire world, entire world. Right? except for china right so it's it's really the whole thing is, um, you know what I read? And then mm. we can move. I mean, I'm sure it's true mm. that China asked Putin to lay back on the invasion until the Olympics were over. That makes sense. Well, totally makes well, sense. If you go back and you look at the last couple of times that that Russia has invaded someplace, including Crimea, it was right after an Olympics ended. Yeah. Yeah. It's always Dangle. right after it, and then yeah. they kind of make whatever. Anyway, we we wish that she gets out. I hope she didn't have drugs in in her bag because if she did, yeah. that's with this war going on. That I wouldn't be surprised if we suddenly see her marched out in front of cameras saying Ugh. like anti-Ukraine shit. So it Ugh. is unfortunate. All right, let's switch to a woman. What do you think about? What do you think yeah. about these? So she's Dua Lipa's now been hit Dua by Lipa. a second lawsuit about this song. I'm confused by them. Well, the first one, right? Okay, what's the name of the it's group? It's for levitating. It's only right, for one right. song. It's for, it's for levitating. Hold on. Now, what's the name of the group? Hold on. I'm going to look it up right now while we talk. And about I will say this: one of the people who is also suing Miguel Bosé, I have actually seen him perform in yeah. Spain. The mm-hmm. first time I ever went to Europe, I went for a guitar festival in Seville, Sevilla, Sevilla, and he was one of the performers. He's massively huge there, and he's very cute, though he, whatever. And so Miguel Okay, Jose. so the first one was filed March 1st by a Florida reggae group called Article Sound System, and they say right. it lists on their relatively obscure 2017 track, Live Your Life, okay? Okay. So that, that, that complaint has little specific detail beyond claiming that the two tracks are so similar that it was highly unlikely that Levitating was created independently. Now, the second lawsuit is more detailed. That was filed March 4th in New York. And songwriters L. L. Russell Brown and Sandy Linzer accused Dua of copying their 1979 song, Wiggle and Giggle All Night, and the 1980 song, Don Diablo, two tracks dating from the disco era. They compl- they, their claim is the opening melody to Levitating was a duplicate of the melody to their songs. There's some similarity in the rhythmic delivery of the opening phrases and in the verses before the melodies diverge. All right. So, I listened to the... So, so now they're saying that that part played a major role. It's just the intro. It's just the intro. All right. I... Okay, first off, influences are everywhere. People hearing right. stuff all the time. Interpolations, am, all of them. Yeah, I am less... I listen to the, the Don Diablo track opposed to her. I mean, you, for me, mm-hmm. you would really have to be pushing it to say it was lifted. It's right. not a Robin Thicke or an Ed Sheeran situation where it's like, oh my God, I can't tell which song is which. Right. Um, 
my hunch, and this is based on nothing, is uh, if any of the songs were possibly heard, it might have been the the ones, the two songs the, um, that the are in disco, the current. The disco track? The newer song. Oh, the, the newer the, song. The, 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 yeah, the Florida. Florida right. Red, okay. I mean, right. that's kind of like, yeah, I was at a club, man, and I heard a band playing and they were playing something. Why did it take them? The, Levitating came out two years ago. Why did it take them so long to do these suits? That's what I, I I've never it's, understood that. Yeah, right. It's it's a it, yeah, it's very. And weird. it's not like well, she's you know what it, been okay. at it. She's, well, one, she's in a tour. She's well, on a tour. She's on a tour, but you know TikTok, right? Because people on TikTok, you know, creators are like, oh, this sounds like this, and putting tracks together, right? And I think that makes people think, start to say, oh, you ripped off my track. They and I believe with the reggae song, there's some lyrics that are kind of cross pollinated. <sighs> I don't know. I'm overall. I feel like our legal system just makes it too easy for everybody to sue for everything. Now, that with that being said, if I created a piece of art and, you know, I'm some small band, but I feel like I'm hearing this major record right. sound like my record, what would I do? I, I don't know. But it's it's a weird one, right? It's a hard one. And, and, and I will... Uh, one of the other problems and this is not saying whether it's true or not, is the way that songs are written today, they're written by committee. You have one person doing the hook, one person doing the bridge, one person doing the under. So in theory, all of these people could be listening to different things and then throwing all together, do what works on the lyrics, and then you have a song. And the real deal T is, you know, there used to be a time, you know, when I would think, well, how have they even heard that? But I just know from working in the music industry, and if you have prolific producers or writers, they know and you will find and hear the most obscure things. You don't know where inspiration can right. come from. And right? especially with the internet where you literally yeah. could just like, I mean, I have a feeling at your fingertips. I have a feeling that you could literally hum a melody into, uh, into the interwebs and it'll find something that sounds like that. Let me, and as a, you know, it's, it's, it's hard. Just, it's just so slick because it also comes with success, right? Of course. Now she's really successful. And this is where all the losses come. All right. of those like when I was working with, I was, you know, I worked with some pretty big artists and when I was doing, um, working at one company in particular where I, you know, I had a bunch of people that I was responsible for on my roster and I was also doing all the dance remixes, people all the time. And this is a rule. And I still follow this rule to this day. People all the time would say, we want to send tracks. We want to sing. Yeah. And, and the answer, my answer was always, and this, and I, I'm glad I got to listen early. It was always, no, we do not take unsolicited tracks. Right. And I won't even listen to them because right. the lawsuits come so easy. I've seen that up close and people like I sent this and you listen, but we don't, we would right. not take any. Don't, don't, tracks. oh, you go to them. They don't and, come to and, you. Yes. And we tell people we're not going to listen to it and do yeah, not Yeah, that sing. makes sense. And well, to this I, day, when, when people try to send me certain things, it all depends. If, if, if there's somebody I know and they're like, I want your opinion, that's one thing, but nothing unsolicited because then, right, the truth of the matter. There's a paper trail. Then there's and, a paper trail. And the truth of the matter is, you could hear a bunch of stuff that's unsolicited, right? Yeah. And that's in your head. Yeah. And you might not think about that or not. And you're going to create some other stuff and a melody and things come to your mind. And I just don't want any cross pollination to come back and people to say, well, I sent that track for submission. They didn't use it. And now this mix has a section that sounds right. like something in my track. Well, we'll see how this plays out. I mean, it's, right. it's, 
you know, I, it's I du, heard it's it's du, it, 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 it's du jour now, right? Isn't this what we see now? Once you well, become, well, I don't say it's du jour. But, but I it mean, du, it's been it going is, on. Yeah. George Harrison, yeah. my sweet lord. I mean, yeah. it's been going on for a long time. Yeah. It's just that now, as we said, it's so much easier to find the source and mm-hmm. disguise the source mm-hmm. than it was. I think that's the problem. It's it's okay. so much easier. To be, I mean, you know, the most George Harrison thing. Well, I mean, that was an obvious. Give me a break. I mean, that's you. You know, you've taken the song, right? Um, but it's just easier. Yeah, I mean, you can literally go on globe that global radio thing and just hear something. Go, ooh, that's cool. Um, all right, we'll see how it plays out. But on a much more, we're so excited. Uh, you know, Glastonbury lineup. Give them. Do you have the list in front of you? It's phenomenal okay. lineup. Yeah, it is. But the only thing we care about. <laughs> Yeah, there's okay. There's okay, nine the million thing. bands. Right, Literally, the, the Beatles are getting back together. It's like, only, it's okay. There's so nine million bands, but there's Billie only Billie Eilish. One. It's Billie Eilish. Yeah, it's, you know, yeah. Paul McCartney. It's a bunch of people. They're all great. That's great. Kanye. The person we care, the group we care about the most is Diana Ross. Be wind. There'll be wind. Wind and there'll be hair. hair. That's in her press. I think that's in her press kit. When you read the press kit, it says there's going to be wind hair. She's going to sing all her hits. Um, But Pet Shop Boys, who keep teasing us, they've not done... Where's their festival in New York? There's been 90 governor's balls. There's been 90 They're New too York big for flicker, the flicker, Governor's flicker. Ball is not their audience. That's not yes, their audience. But, but we're talking about for the U.S., though. You know what I'm saying? They're doing the tour. Yes, but they all, they're doing a tour over there, too. But they do festival dates over there, and they've not yeah. done a festival here. I think, honestly, they are not. The audience, they have a much different status in England than they do here. I mean, we know that. People love Pet Shop Boys here, but, but for most people, Pet Shop Boys begins, I think, the last song they know is Domino Dancing. Mm. So they have a much different status over there. They're viewed as a legacy act over here. They're touring. It, they're doing yeah, parties. They, they sell their tours out here. They're very. They're still very Right, popular. so they will come. They're just not a festival group over here. Festivals are different here. I can't see them doing a festival. And maybe they don't want to do festivals. Mm-hmm. Their shows are very expensive to mount. They don't get mm-hmm. up there and just sing. They are like extravaganza. I mean, if I'm Neil Tennant and I just feel like, fuck it, I don't want to do a festival. I don't want to be in the middle of the desert in April. Yeah, you know? but there are festivals in Chicago. There's festivals in New York. And they do festivals all over Europe. They can do a festival here. I don't I, care. I want to see would, them. I would love to see them outside in New York giving me a full moment. And, you know, New York City. You can boy. see them indoors in New York giving you a full moment with better yes. sound. Yes. But you know what? And you know what? Listen, I'm not a big festival outdoor person, but I would actually like to see them at a festival. Yeah. Because I feel like that energy would be crazy, you know, just crazy. Yeah. But. I'm saying that as a person who motherfucking hates festivals. <laughs> you know, oh I just, God. I'm not into it. I'm oh not into God. the crowds. I'm not into dirt. Don't touch me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not into having to change my attention from yeah, stage to stage I'm not, to stage. I'm not a porta potty person. I need no, an no, actual no. bathroom. I don't need any of that. Yeah. But yeah, so we... The pet Shop we, Boys. The only thing we care about is Pet Shop Boys because... That's the only thing we care about. You could just stop the sentence there. It's the only thing we care but about. But the lineup seems really good for it. You know what I mean? They've got... Yeah, they, they always have great lineups. They, I, I think it's everybody's they always, star. They always have great lineups. It's two. It's really, 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 really... I think they. I think Glastonbury sets the standard 
Well, they sort of set the standard for festivals, first off, because that was a very European thing. We didn't have right. them really in this country, but they set the standard. Oh, for yeah. They've got Kendrick Lamar. They have Angelique Kijo, Arlo Parks, yeah. Burna Boy, you know, Big Thief, Celeste, Charlie XCX, Doja Cat. I mean, it's everybody's on this. Yeah, this I think it's going to be, gonna really be great. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Jesus and Mary Chain, your favorite, Leon Bridges. My favorite. Okay, I may have to rethink my inexplicable. Okay, Courtney, you've known me for quite some time, and you Mm -hmm. do know that sometimes there is absolutely no rationale for Mm -hmm. my lack of use of for somebody. Mm -hmm. It's solely based on. I don't know, his shoelaces are untied. And mm-hmm. that's enough to keep me going <laughs> for years on somebody. So mm-hmm. I saw him a couple of times on TV and he just annoyed me. And right. so I have kept that annoyance. But now I'm reading good things about him. I may have to get over it, blah, 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 blah. So I'm sure that Leon Bridges is sitting there or Bridge is sitting there relieved that Amy Linden has lifted the fatwa. I'm, this mm-hmm. is my lifting the fatwa stage. I mean, yeah, there are certain bands that'll never happen. There are yeah. certain groups I will go to my, hopefully very long from now, grave mm-hmm. having zero use for. But I will, tr- I will try. That sounds like sh- me and that rap guy from Chicago. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, this documentary is fascinating. It is if you it really care. is. I, I try. I know. I, I know. Care. I'm just yeah, saying yeah, it's a. Did you watch all three parts? I am mid third part, but mm-hmm. I am saying seriously. You know, we have the same opinion about him, mm-hmm. and the new album is getting trashed every which way but loose, mm-hmm. trashed. But taking him out of the equation as the it, what? It's just a fascinating piece of filmmaking. It really mm-hmm. is. It really. What? What are you doing? Okay, Tortney is now... I need a facelift. He's trying to give his face a facelift. You do know no one can see you except for me. I need a facelift, I think. And you do know that right now I am like swollen with sinuses Mm -hmm. because yesterday in New York it was like 525 Mm -hmm. degrees, bright sunshine, and tomorrow it's going to snow. Right. So, and I'm at the age now where I can literally feel the barometric pressure (laughs) dropping and I'm like... Oh, fuck. I'm mm. turning into one of those old ladies and go, I can feel it in my bones. Like, oh, maybe some God. Botox. You think I need Botox? Right no, don't ever put it. It's fucking poison. Or maybe like a filler. Like some filler. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Stop. You look great. No, it's like, stop. No, because I saw these people. And oh, like, my you know, God. Like, You're I a crazy person. You would look crazy. <laughs> stop it. I know. I don't come back and be like, no, I didn't do anything. Courtney, why are your eyebrows on <laughs> why, top of your head? Why, why are you swell? I didn't do a thing. What are you talking about? Why do about? you look shocked all the I'll, time? I'll be like, I have allergies. Right. <laughs> yeah, you look shocked all the time. I don't understand what's going on. Nothing I'm, I've said should be new to you. Okay, speaking of shocking, more state. What the fuck? What the this fu- more state okay. prints. Th- oh. Okay. Now, here's the... F- my cold you know medicine what? is just kicked in, by the way. So I'm just letting everybody yeah, know. This is some bullshit. Now, I guess, com- is it Comica Bank? Com- right now, Comica Bank is... I've never even heard of that. They are the, they are the Prince Estate right now. They're are you talking about they have a big stadium, don't they? Right. Well, yeah, some shit. They are the estate. But in a couple of months, because they were brought in, because Prince didn't have a will to right. do all of this shit. So... That's actually in the last steps about about to be settled and the heirs all going to know whatever they're going to do. And primary wave, but 50 percent. 
Okay. Of the Prince estate. So all of that's going to be turned over. They're getting their 50%. And then the whatever's going to happen with the heirs this year, okay. the bank is going to be out of it. But right now, the bank is the estate. So Prince owned, like, Vanity Six, that name and trademark. Apollonia Six, the name and trademark. The Time. You know, all of those things he produced. And before he died, when he got all his masters back, he also got the masters back for all of those albums that he produced on Warner Brothers for his protégés. So the estate owns all of that. You know what I mean? So they evidently, and they're trying to deny this. They're like, that's not true. We were working with them. I was like, well, what's they working with? Let them use the name. What's the problem? And they supposedly told him that he cannot- Told Morris Day. Morris Day. That he cannot perform using the name Morris Day and the time. The time part is the issue. He can use Morris Day. That's his name. But the time. So he's- You know how he could get around it? He could just <laughs> change the spelling of the time. Right. But- so now you have the heirs of the, the Prince heirs are saying, let him use it. Yes. You have primary wave that owns 50% of the estate that's going to be turned over to them to start doing a little shit later this year. They want him to use it. So, and the bank is trying to deny it, but I'm like, well, why would Morris Day fucking lie about that? You, I, it, this is the part of the music industry that I hate that these corporations that have nothing to do with music come in and they're money people, right? It's like, yeah. it's like, it's like buying Taylor Swift. It's like some consortium owning Taylor Swift's masses. They could give a fuck about it's the It's just artists. an investment. It, it's for an them. investment and what to do. And and it really, it's 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 the it's the thing that lets you know how much music artists are really treated like shit and disrespected. It's like you don't own your work. Somebody else can tell you you can't use your own fucking name. And it's just really, I just find it incensing. I'm Jam sorry. and Lewis have no, do Jam, I mean, Jam and Lewis do no, none of the were, production? Yes, but they were hired by Prince, you know Got it. I mean? So they, they were basically his, like hired guns. Hired musicians, his, right. You yeah. know, it was his thing. You know, so no, it's ridiculous. It's I mean, really ridiculous. And I hate the idea that artists have to go to some consortium right. to work out using the name that they've been using and performing under for decades. I'm sorry. I mean, per- like their rivalry and right. Purple Rain aside, I think that Prince would have said, especially someone who has had his work taken well, away. He, from well, him, and think- what and what what he what Morris said is Prince never had an issue. He was like, do your thing. Yeah. Do yeah. your thing. Yeah, it's 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 kind of ridiculous. All right. Um, so you want to intro this, the bloggers thing, because it makes my head explode. This whole, you know, we ignored the whole I won't even say his name and give him or his platform a fucking uh, a place on this show. But I, I'm going to need you audience members to just <laughs> understand are you talking yeah, about blogs. starts with a J, starts with a yeah. J, ends with yeah. an E? Yeah, <laughs> blogs. These bloggers are not fucking journalists. As I'm sitting here with a music journalist and music writer, there's a difference between somebody who actually listen gossip. We who doesn't love a piece of juicy gossip? We love gossip. That doesn't make you a journalist. And yeah. overhearing something and deciding to tell the world that the Queen of England is dead. And doubling down on it, being like, I'm never wrong, is like, you're, or, or the chick Tasha Kay, 
right? And yeah, that's the one Cardi that is B. honestly more problematic than. Some, well, no, I think telling the Queen of England, telling right, everybody well, the Queen know, of England is so, dead. It was it's just a such a crazy lane. And then, for, double, and then doubling down on like, I'm never wrong. You guys right. just wait and see. She's dead. Didn't he call her? Didn't he call it like the royal space or something? Well, like if some, you knew any, if you right. walk one episode of The Crown, you would know that that's not the way you refer to them. But the woman Tasha K is the one that just completely slandered Cardi B, right? Uh, and then now went to court, went to trial, lost, uh, lost. She owes her four million dollars, and now is going on this whole thing like she's a victim. It's like you're not a victim. You're also not a journalist. What you are is a person who has a camera and you get online and you are, that is fine. But I think if you are going to say that somebody is a drug addict and you're going to talk about somebody having a venereal disease and, and put those things out there as fact, then you should be held accountable. Yes, there is absolutely freedom of the press and there is absolutely free speech. But the part that everybody seems to take to leave out is there is also responsibility for what comes out of your mouth. So, well, not anymore. I mean, that's but the actually thing. I mean, there is because now she. No, I mean, people are not feeling yeah, that. Listen, right. we have several things. I mean, you don't have to go to J school to be a journalist. But the mm. thing about it is, is that most reputable magazines and newspapers have fact checkers. Yeah. Um, there's absolutely. a problem in real journalism in that they fired a lot of editors. And, you know, you have younger people. I read stuff all the time and I'm like, no. No, no, just facts about musicians or just, right. you know, that's one problem. So if no one, if a blogger, there are some people who blog who are journalists. There are people who do blogs who are journalists, but a blogger, first off, it's a made up term. Okay. Yeah. It's you write a blog. You're not blogging. It's like right. journaling or juicing. These are yeah. not real words. Okay. No one is looking over your shoulder. So you basically have people who have never been told they're wrong, a whole generation of people who have always been told they're right, who always get a trophy no matter what they do, who take no personal responsibility for anything, for right. anything. Right. So if this person, you know, and they're rewarded for it because he gets to go on Love and Hip Hop or this one gets to have sponsorship. Mm -hmm. So nobody really cares. I mean, it's ridiculous. Some of the claims that this woman made against I mean, there's a whole sub-universe of these people that I frankly don't even know about. I know who Jason Lee is, but I yes. frankly don't even know about it until something stupid happens. And you're like, at, at some point you have to look at the audience going, why are you looking at this woman? How is she any more credible than the crazy guy on the A-train? You know, like, because she has a camera and a good internet connection. Right. So there is a, a kind of, it drives me nuts as someone who, and all the people who take their job seriously, who try to get their facts straight. Yeah, gossip is great. We all love gossip. But look, if it's in the Daily Mail or it's sources close to the, it's not usually, it's usually kind of like not true. But this is just ridiculous. How do you know she has a venereal disease unless you're sitting there with her, your face up in her when she's in the stirrups, for Christ's sake? My thing is, it's just so it's just so and I think stupid. that you need to be really careful when you start talking about people stuff like listen when it's you start talking and when you start talking about things that are going on with people's health and their body I just feel like 
you know, you've opened yourself up and you don't get to be some victim. You lied. It was proven in court. You yeah, said yourself you lied. You made shit up for clout. You got your clout. Now you got right. to pay for it. And yeah, you yeah, don't the have $4 million. Dollars, I have guess no what? You're not that. a victim. You're not. No. You're not a victim. And you're also going up against somebody, I mean, in Cardi, not that. It, <laughs> and I hope Cardi keeps going. I'm like. Me too. I'm like, keep going. Because the truth <laughs> of the matter is, you want to lie on people. Great. You want to make up stories. Great. It is your right. But that person has a right also, not just because they're famous to sit back and just say, oh, that just comes with the job. No, it has no. To, she has a right to defend yeah. herself. And guess yeah. what? Cardi's like, you better find my money. No. <laughs> you better find my money because I want it. You have to. You can't just say it. It can't just be because I said so. Right. It can't just be that. If you're accusing somebody of something, you have to have more than, well, I heard. I've and heard a lot up. of things. If you said it, that and that's my point. I've that's heard a what, lot of things. And that's where know? I get back to the journalism thing. I really wish people read more again. You know what I mean? I think well, I wish more. I wish there were editors. Yeah. You know, I wish there were people who were, you know, checking things and, you know, don't even we could do a whole five hours. I wish there were people who knew more than something that's directly in front of them. I wish right. there were people who, because they love music, go back and listen to the things that influenced them, you know, influenced the artist. I wish there were people who read books. I wish there were people who had some, you know, but we live in a sensationalist society where it does. We live in a country where people think that a man who lost the election won the election. Right. Okay. Like watching Bill Barr on his, he's all over this week because he wrote this book talking about Trump lied and all of this and that. But I mean, if he was going to run in 2022. Yeah. So we live in a country. I'm looking at him. So you just talked about how this man lied and everything he did, it was destructive and it was terrible, but you would vote for that again over another party that lets you know, we're just sitting in a big pile of shit and everybody's just well it's, it i mean themselves. and it's also because bill barr is a fundamentalist catholic and, and right that, that's but what there are a lot of with. people who are feeling yeah. that way in this country and it's like yeah. i'll take that lie and everything else and i'll i know all of this is wrong but i'll put it there again because i just don't like the other side well i mean if you and we discussed this and then if you ever want to see the genius and i use this word very sarcastic of the Republican Party, facets of the Republican Party and Fox News. Three weeks ago, their their talking heads were going on and on about how Ukraine, get over it, just submit, deal with it. And now they're trashing Biden for supporting Putin, which is not happening. But, you know, yeah, people need to smarten up in this country. I mean, they're stupid. And you know what? Democracy is not a given and we need to smarten up. You know what upsets me? There used to be a couple of things we all could agree on in this country. And it yeah. used, Russia was one of them. And now yeah. the fact that we can't even, like, that was one thing from the time, I, I'm pretty sure, from the time I was in school, there's a couple of things that have been always consistent. The the fighting in the, the Israel, Palestine, Pal, you know. The Middle and, and, East. Yeah, the Middle the East. Whole, that, yeah. the, my entire life, that's been a conflict. Yeah, me too. And that Russia hated bad. us and we Russia hated them. my entire life and it was something americans could agree on now all of a sudden i see these people like putin i'm like what like what fucking okay i can tell you we hate each other that much in this country that now we can't even agree on shit like we used to all agree racism is bad but now that's just like i guess that's not bad because motherfuckers are sitting back acting like that's not a problem i just i look at this country sometimes and i'm like 
what crack are we on? This is it's really across the, some- it's across the it's across the world. Ugh. People don't realize what democracy means, and they don't realize that democracy. We have a lot of problems in this country, and also Putin, you know, is very, 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 very rich, and he has a bunch of very, very, very rich people behind him, and that's basically it. People don't know what's going on there. They don't realize the amount of oppression. They don't know what's going on in Hungary. They don't know what's going on in Poland, and frankly, most Americans don't care because we only care what's in front of us and. They're whining. Look, I don't drive, but they're whining about the price of gas. Well, you know why the price of gas is going up? Because we're trying to keep people from being slaughtered and people are being slaughtered, you know, and people who look like you, Americans. So you should be more sympathetic, you know. Um, ah. All right. TV. Speaking um, of slaughter. <laughs> speaking uh, of slaughter. Speaking of a massacre. I wanted it. I was ready for it. Everybody knows how I feel about it. So they said it was coming back. And I was like, it's coming back. I'm so excited. It was a nice Thursday night. It was 7.59. I sat down with my bottled water and flavorless cereal that tastes like cardboard that I was eating dry in a bowl. And I was like, it is the new return of my favorite show, Law and Order. And as the show started, I was like, I'm so excited. And when the show ended, I was like, what the fuck was that piece of shit? It's terrible. It's terrible. I only made it through three quarters of the first episode. It's, it's terrible. It's terrible. Terrible. I'm just terrible. like. I'm like. Terrible. I, and let me say one more time. Terrible! It's the it worst. It makes the fucking... reboot of Sex in the City look like masterpiece theater. It, I mean, it's. I thought that in just like that was a piece of shit, but oh no, no, that this is, is that's like no. Academy Awards worth. No, it's Academy Award compared it's, to fucking no. this reboot of Law and no, Order. No, it's awful. It's the worst piece. I just, I. No, it's almost it's like, like it's, it's like it's like pantomime. <laughs> no, it's just they should have. It, it's like it's like a hologram of. They should have just left well enough alone. First off, okay, I cannot deal with. I, like I said, I only went. Uh, <laughs> you know, they have like. It's such a cliche uh, at this point. The white Irish cop who plays by his own rules. Oh, Dios <laughs> mio. Okay, got it. And by um, those rules, I, you mean terrible yeah, ones. Terrible rules, right. The white Irish cop who beats, who lives in Masspath, who beats up people. Okay. Anthony great. Anderson's like walking his way through it. Yeah, Cameron really, Myham is just like, no, it's I don't even understand what's happening there. I've never liked, you know what, honestly, I got to be really honest. Once, <laughs> once, the, once Sam Watterson went from being Jack McCoy, the DA, to Jack McCoy, I mean, not the, yeah, Jack McCoy, the DA, the Jack McCoy, the whole, or the prosecutor being the DA, I gave up because he was much more interesting. It was a much more interesting dynamic. It's just so, yeah. Well, I liked him when he was Jack the DA on the old shows. This new situation. No, it's not it's worth just, coming back. It's just the scripts are bad. The way they film it is bad. Yeah. The, the almost, and I hate this word, wokeness. It's like, what is this? What, what yeah. is this dialogue? This is just horrible. And it's also I'm, not the way cops and lawyers no, talk, and you know I'm damn well. I'm so disappointed. Yeah, I'm in not. It. It's so bad. Like, and you know, my heart was broken. I'm like, this is my fucking show. Why is this so yeah. bad? It's yeah. I I'm not even bothering with it to be honest. And then I, so I tried. I said, all right, 
I'm going to go for the second episode. I'm going to watch it because it couldn't. That was just, they were nervous. It's the first episode. Blah, blah, they blah. were nervous. <laughs> what do you think? It's a live show. They were, yeah, they were nervous. None of these people had ever acted in my mind. I'm trying to make because I just was like, it can't be this bad. They were nervous. Courtney Anderson's poll quote. I gave it a second time because the first time um, these amateur actors were nervous. (laughs) I mean, and then the second episode was even worse. And I was like, oh my God, this is a piece of fucking shit. Time is short. Life is short. You know, (sighs) I can't even, I can't even be bothered about it. all right let's talk about i want to talk about some things uh, can i just say them. one more time oh yes please please because y'all all know how much i love law and order i don't I know just, do you i've never heard I that mean, before you love law and order oh my god the thing uh, is, we know <laughs> i'm just i'm so offended by how bad it is just, now courtney is taking this personally because Dick Wolf, it's like, Dick Wolf, Fucking if you're Wolf. listening, what you've broken fuck? you've broken a little black boy's heart. You broke I hope me you're down. Happy. <laughs> I mean, you've got the fierceness happening at ABC with Abbott Elementary. That's uh, fucking amazing. Uh, and I'm sure you, as a teacher who works in school, you're like, this is. Oh a my god! Grade. If you've ever had a kid in school, been someone who works in a school, oh my god, Albert. Abbott Elementary is like, I was late to it because I, I, so I watch it on Hulu. It is like you have to pause it because you're mm-hmm. laughing so mm-hmm. hard. And of course, it's exaggerated. Of mm-hmm. course, it's not. I mean, the teachers leave the kids in the room to go talk somewhere. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You can get fired for like literally, if, if you're in a room with a kid, you have to put one foot in the hall, one foot in the classroom. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it is to die for. It is one of the funniest things I have ever. I mean, every character is a cliche, and yet they're fabulous. Shirley Ralph is every veteran teacher Shirley I have. Ralph is, is a amazing. national treasure. <laughs> oh my god, she really is. I mean, she's a national it, it, fucking treasure. People don't realize how great she is. All right, she's so she's amazing. Great. The guy whose name I don't remember from uh, Everybody Loves Chris. Fantastic. Yeah, he's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody. Everybody on this show is just fantastic. The mobbed up, the mobbed up yeah, South yeah. Philly teacher who yeah. finds things. <laughs> oh, you need mats? I got a guy. I got a guy. I, I, it's, it's so funny. It's so, it's good. It's, it's no, really, it's really brilliant. Good. And the woman, oh my God, I'm blanking on the woman's name. Who's behind it all? Uh, Quint- Quintilla. Brunson. Quint- yeah, mm-hmm. she's a former, you know, um, did stuff on the internet. No, it's brilliant. It's hilarious. And yeah, it got 100 percent rating. And yay, for once, quality is winning because it's like winning all its time slots and it's fantastic. No, it's just ridiculous. It's ridiculously funny. I'm just like, I can't even. Yeah, it's like a dot. All right. So I love it. People are loving it's it. It's a great it's really, show. It's, it's like the buzziest show. Of, no, it's a great show. Season. It's a great show. It's a great show. It's not like something that's super popular and it sucks. It's super popular and it's funny and it's super relatable. Even if you, you know, aren't in on the insides of a school, but it's very funny. And the woman that plays the principal, oh, Lordy, she's a stand up comic beyond beyond all right i'm i'm gonna talk about some of the stuff i'm listening to you talk about the, some of the stuff you're listening to so a couple of singles i wanted to mention uh, should we do our debate about buffalo stance first or let's, after our list? let's get it out the way all right so two of all joking aside two of our favorite artists and two of the most i think consistently interesting artists 
who have really, to my mind, never made a bad album. They really haven't. So Robin and Nana Cherry, who are sort of like the twin towers of Swedish music. Um, Robin has put out a remake of Buffalo Stance, which is Nana Cherry's best known. Her, I hate the word iconic, but it really is an iconic single from her debut Rolex issue, a song that in its original form is not age. So Robin has worked with a young Swedish rapper and Dev Hines, who, AKA Blood Orange, who I think is a really interesting producer. Um, Robin is in an unenviable situation in many ways. I happen to really like it, but Robin, if you do a note for note, vibe for vibe remake, no one is ever going to top that song. That was Nana Cherry's song. It was her entry into the world. It's it's like capital S. It's a fantastic it's a fantastic song. Nothing wrong with it. If you take it too far left, then people are going to say, well, what the hell? You know what this is closest to? Because it, it does not sound, it's got the ding, 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 ding. It's got mm-hmm. the, the riff. You know what it reminds me of, sort of, kind of? Remember when we saw Nana Cherry in Brooklyn with mm-hmm. Bill? Mm-hmm. And remember when she did Buffalo Stance mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she stripped it down in a yes. lot of ways? Mm-hmm. It kind of reminds me of that. Except that was good. I like this a lot. I do. Is it my favorite of all time? But I am willing to give. It reminds Robin me of an unflushed toilet. Oh come on, Courtney! That's I, not that's, I feel so strongly really? about it. I I wanted to love. Really? Listen, I didn't want a note for note remake because right. you can't do that. Like that. This is one of those songs. It's. I dislike this so much, and I've been trying. And it's it's the start of a project that clearly you can tell is about to be. Artists doing uh, songs from Raw Like Sushi. Raw Like Sushi, yeah. Fine. Yeah. I just, it's such a misstep. I love Robin. I just, I like it. the vibe of it is wrong. I, I just like don't like it. I like and it. I've been I don't trying love to, it, I've been but trying I like to it. make myself play it over and over and really be like, I just think it's shit. I do. I think it's shit. Yeah. I, I like it. To, I think there's yeah. something really interesting behind it. I don't love it the way I thought I did, but I think that she is straddling. She had, like I said, she is straddling. Um, it took it's all a, the life out of the song, all of the energy. It's just, I don't know. It's just. Yeah, it, but it's it, a different. She's doing a different interpretation. Yes, but, and you know what? Yes. Nana, Nana Cherry likes it. So that's yes. good for me. I mean, no, I understand okay. your opinion, but I really do like it. All right. Let me tell you about a couple singles that I'm talking about. Um, and then you can go. I. Have never, yeah, uh, my cat's tail is now in the picture. Mm. We do, we need to do a TikTok about her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I have always really liked Troy Savant. I, I mm-hmm. can't put a finger on it. Why? But I find him he's talented. Be, yeah, he is talented. There's something very interesting yeah, about him. I love that single he did with Casey Musgrave. Mm-hmm. Love mm-hmm. that single. So he has a new single out called Wait, which is from a movie that I'm never going to watch because it's on Paramount Plus and like whatever. But it's very kind of, um, it, it starts off in one sort of way, a sort of quiet song, and then it kind of builds and builds in this kind of anthemic ending. It's with an, I, I really like it a lot. So that's his current single. Rosalia, who we like a lot on this show, is increasingly, it's looking like she's increasingly going into the direction of more Latin trap than the flamenco which kind of started her and it, you know she is now seen as a latin artist as opposed to a spanish artist and there is a difference well she has a song out now called chicken teriyaki it's two minutes and two seconds it's just pure energy the video's great um 
But the album I am obsessed with right now is Stromae's new album, Multitude. It's you love third. I really do. I, and, you know, people always talk about, he, talk about huge. He is the biggest selling French speaking artist in the world. He is, you know, to, he's at Coachella, but he sells out. He just sold out three shows in Montreal. He's going to play the garden in New York and he will sell it out. Now yeah. I don't speak French, so I am missing a lot of what's going on. And he is known for his lyrics. He's not like just somebody who's just throwing crap out there. Mm -hmm. People always talk about there's like nothing new under the sun. This guy really is doing something I haven't heard because he combine he's Rwandan and Belgian. So he's combining the sort of storytelling of Belgian artists like Jacques Brel. But then the beats are both dance beats. They are African uh, conga beats. They are, this is a little more subdued record. It's not as dancey as the last record. I just think he's fascinating. And this is his first album in eight years. Um, yeah, he said he needed to take some time and live took life. Took some time, got married, had a kid. Looks like he put on a few pounds, which is fine because he was skeletal before. And you talk about somebody who loves a performance. This is a guy who does not come out. He comes full image each time. Full production, full image. His videos are very... Um, this is someone who is making little pieces of art, which I do appreciate because that's, if you're going to have a video, make it interesting. Absolutely. So I'm loving that. And for reasons that I, to quote you for reasons I don't understand, I've been playing a lot of Anthony Hamilton because I've always loved him. Really? I think he, yeah, I think right. he is one of the most underappreciated singers um, in the last few years. He really, um, I saw him at the bottom line when coming where I'm from, was coming out and it, it it was just beautiful he's got a gorgeous voice um really good songwriters i've just been listening to that second album coming from where i'm from and um that's a great yeah album. i like it a lot but the stromai record i i i don't know if it's stromai stromay i don't know how you pronounce it but multitude just great just great album so that's me that is you what do you got what do you got well, I, Courtney Montgomery Anderson, have been listening to the fabulous Blue Lab Beats. Now, they've been well, I around. I have something to say about that. Sorry. They, they've, been, they've been around for years. Uh, they signed with Blue Note in uh, 2000. And this is their first album on Blue Note called Motherland Journey. And it is amazing. It, the, the group is composed of two members, NKOK and uh, Mr. DM, who, fun fact, is Kwame from The Influences' son. So, you know, they're producers. They're British, are, right? These yeah, guys they're are British. British. And produces a multi-instrumentalist. And, you know, this album is really great. They call, they call themselves a jazz-tronica because it's like jazz fused with electronica sort of beats and afro beat in there and it's just a really good sort of like a hodgepodge mix of styles and it's really one stellar package i just love this album it's been would on repeat the entire weekend would I you love like it. to hear what i love think it. of it love it yes i would okay i do like you know young disciple i just sometimes to me there's a fine line between vibe and and there's no songs on this record they are to me. I, I, All right. To I'm me, just saying. To me, and the vocalist. But, but, but this is a jazz tronica record, right? All so right. With yeah, jazz, well, you have to think of it like jazz compositions because to right. me, they are jazz compositions. Okay. 
So and they're the not singers, pop contributions. Yeah, no, no, no. I know that so. because I mean, I loved all the sort of um, talking loud stuff back mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. I just find this, and maybe this is fine. I find the singers to be, I, they're just too anonymous for me. And it is a hard thing because if you work well, with only to anonymous to you because uh, this is a UK, they're UK based artists and African based artists, but they're not anonymous artists on this record. You know what I mean? It's like they're they are very known records on uh, Ghetto Boy, The Tinks, you know, like uh, Ella May. Uh, you I know, know what Ella I mean? May. No, yeah, what I'm no. saying is by anonymous is is that, and again, it's a fine line. If you put a huge name artist on the track, then all the attention is going to go to that. Right. right? Mm-hmm. I have to listen to it again. It wasn't blowing me away. Yeah, I love um, it. It was I great. Was, wasn't blowing. It was a little too, I, I, it was a little too vibey for me. I was but like, see, I love a vibe. And to me, I'm into that. And, and, you know, I just, I like the groove of it. Yeah, I, I like the. I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back and listen to it. Yeah, for sure. give it, give it another. It's a, you know, yeah. especially like on a Saturday, I was in here cleaning the apartment. I had it on, and I was just kind of shaking my butt while mopping the floor, and it's just a full, full, full moment. And I'm also listening to the new Bob Moses. Like I think I've talked about Bob Moses on this show before. I love Bob Moses, and they are a Canadian uh, electronic duo. The band was formed in New York. Excuse me. This is their third album. Well, their first album was they had an album called Days Gone By that I fucking loved. And then so it's not one person; it's a group. It's it's two guys. Yeah, and you know, I just think they're extremely talented. And it's you know, I love sexy, grown, vibey dance music. It's called The Silence in Between. It came out on Friday, and it's a great, great. Okay, they they I don't think I've heard of. I will definitely um definitely. It's not like I and, don't like a go, vibe. Trust no, me. I know, I know you like vibe. Listen, sometimes some things, it's an acquired taste. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, I'm, yeah, I've been listening to all this, you know, like, you know, Bombino and stuff. It's like, mm-hmm. I just, I, you know, it's funny when there are vocalists. Not everything's going to grab everybody. Yeah. You know when there I mean? are vocalists on a record, because that's the only instrument I understand. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm a fan, but I understand singing because I used to sing and I studied mm-hmm. voice and blah, right. blah, 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 blah. So that I hone in on much more right. than, um, but so you're saying no, will, the voice has caught you. And listen, that's an ear thing, right? My mom and I used to have this thing because I love Barbara Streisand. My mother does not like the sound of her singing voice. Me neither. You know what I mean? Me and I, neither. And I could not understand. I was like, what do you mean? You do not. How can you not like that? She was like, something about the sound of something her voice. Something about the voice. It, it something about the voice. appeal to my ears. Yeah. You can acknowledge the talent. I acknowledge. Mm-hmm. Listen, it's the same way with Mary. I know mm-hmm. people who cannot stand Mary J. Mm-hmm. Blige. Mm-hmm. I, on the other hand, every time I hear that woman sing, I'm like, yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. She's going on a tour with Shaka Khan opening up for her, mm-hmm. which, um, yeah, no, it's well, is all it a pers- tour or is it the, the Mother's Day festival that's happening in? It's in Atlanta. It's Mother's okay, Day. Okay, I weekend, think you're right. And I Shaka's think you're right. on that bill. Yeah, I, yeah, it's I think. Like, Part of like women's health, it's like a women's health weekend. There's a lot of female artists, and yeah, she's the headliner. I'm so glad. I'm so glad being a woman is trendy this year. Mm-hmm. It's trendy this year, honey. <laughs> it's so trendy. It's I'm gonna see like, hey, I'm a, it's trendy. I'm so <laughs> glad that finally, after nine billion years of being a woman, it's trendy. Mm-hmm. No, but you're right. I mean, it, it's you can't. I got into a, a discussion the other night at a party. A, a party, by the way, where I was Greek dancing with Greek people. So oh, much. Nice. 
fun. Yeah, it was fun. I got into a discussion. Listen, it's like if someone tells you their favorite flavor of ice cream is vanilla, you cannot tell them that it's, no, it's not. Your favorite flavor is right. chocolate. It's true. It just is. And there's room for vanilla and chocolate. Um, but oh. some things just hit you and yep. some things something. don't. You know what else? And that's all there is to, to it. Unless it out and out yeah. sucks. Oh, you want yeah. to real quick talk Wait, about hold on. When, well, hold on. What else? Yes, yes, yes. Because we do. And I want to go into Duran Duran. Um, what? We, that we missed that's really fucking good, Robert Glasper's Black Radio 3. That came out a couple of weeks ago. I've really? Had it that in my long bo- ago? Yes. It came out like two, three weeks ago. I've had it in my box. Okay. It's really good. All you right. Know, I've loved, the, I've loved that I like. whole series. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. It kind of like slipped. This is what, you know, I understand that people don't like to be overly marketed to. I absolutely understand that. But I do believe marketing in the music industry is really important. And, you know, I was just having this conversation with a friend of mine who works at a label last night, and we kind of got into a little bit of thing because I wanted to always be about the music and her energy was like, well, you know, the marketing now is TikTok and, you know, the person having a relationship and all of these things so we can capitalize and, 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 you know, really get a song out there. And I'm like, wow. So now you're telling me this is why people also, I feel like, don't love the labels. It's like, so your idea is you've got a bunch of highly paid people sitting there, but you guys can't come up with a marketing plan unless the person has a relationship that you can exploit or something that you can exploit in TikTok. You guys don't know how to like market and promote music anymore. It's just such a, and, and, and so now you get things like Robert Glasper, right? He's not going to be doing any of that shit. And it's like, you didn't know the record came and it slipped past me too. It didn't come through any of my stuff. This is what happens with not having real music magazines anymore. Well, music magazines or people who are more concerned about hits on the internet. Right. Then Robert Glasper is never going to have, I mean, he's been nominated for Grammys. He's highly, Robert Glasper is not going to have a top 10 record. Okay. Full stop. That's fine. Yeah. Keep that's fine, right? You know, it, it's just become like you know, fucking TikTok. I see certain people on TikTok. I'm like, bitch, you are too old to be on TikTok. Says the woman who did a TikTok last week. But I was for that's just for fun. We do it. We can do it. But you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like you're marketing to teenagers. Robert Glasper. Robert Glasper is a prestige artist. He will always get his due in that realm. All right, let's talk real. We, we've been talking about the Rock and Hall thing. I well, have let's Dur- well, let's talk Duran Duran, right? right? Because this, to me, they're a dark horse. But when you really think about Duran Duran, because I think with with the voters, they might be a dark horse, right? I do. I do think with some of the voters. But they kind of have a lot of fucking accomplishments, man. Like, they really do. Like, they've sold over 100 million records. I didn't realize it was that many. They've, they've sold, literally, back when people bought records, they, they were one of the first bands to use video screens on above the stage at a stadium tour. Like that whole concept of having videos behind you. They were, fir- they were the first band on a major label to sell a digital download. That was in 1997 of Electric Barbarella. And they created one of the first video albums and was one of the first commercially successful ones. So I, I don't know. What, what do you think? It's like they were all tell you, over honestly, MTV. They kind of none of none yeah. of that matters to the people voting the right. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. None. But, I mean, it's like to be very it, honest. But I, shouldn't it be about influencing what you did with the culture? I feel like that I should matter. I, no, 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 no. But the, the fact that they have a video screen up is not. No, gonna, I'm not. No, I'm saying all of the. But if you 
things that are normal now that weren't normal. Yeah. If you're part of ushering in a generation, you do it and then everybody does it. Yeah. Sell a gazillion record. I just, you know, the things I didn't know about them, but I also feel like people think of them and think of them as this brand that had pretty boys in it that a bunch of girls like. I don't even know if people realize that they accomplished as much as they've accomplished. I like two songs. I talk about not liking somebody's voice. Simon Lebon to me cannot sing. Sorry, can't sing. Um, well, well, they didn't mean they didn't mean anything to me. By the time they came out, I was a little too old. I understand, you know, they're catchy songs. I like them more now at the time. They didn't honestly mean anything to me because the influence, their influences to me, it was so obvious who they were influenced by, and I was listening to the people they were in, that they were imitating in a way not imitating but the people who influenced them yes i was already yes but now we're talking about okay we're talking about all of these people who are up for nominations so what would you say what would be your pitch to someone who's saying i don't know who to vote for duran duran what is it about them um i think that they 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 brought a sort of gloss and glean to um you know, they kind of took that British kind of stylized stuff and really made it bigger. They did write great pop songs. I mean, my two favorite songs of theirs were done sort of after their influence, you know, Ordinary World come and Come Undone. Undone. Yeah, come Undone. Yeah, Come Undone and Ordinary World to make. Yeah, but I love Rio. Rio. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just saying that. Uh, Rio. Yeah, it's, I, you know, I think that they, well, what you're saying, I think that they're viewed sort of as a fluff band and they're not, you know, they are, they have more substance. I think if, uh, if they weren't, you know, with the makeup and cute and stuff like that, they, they might've been taken more seriously. If their fans hadn't been screaming girls, they might've been taken a little more seriously. I think now in their, in their twilight years, they are taken more seriously, mainly because they've stuck it out. They've always been recorded. And listen, and and you and I know this. The hardest thing to do is to write pop songs. It really is a hard thing yeah, to do. Yeah, no, it's very and hard. To write Smart pop, pop songs. Smart pop songs. And pop yeah. songs that have lasted for generations. It's yeah. really difficult. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to be voting for them. Shit. But, now, like, now it takes but six I people understand. to write a two-minute song. I understand 100% Would you be, why they are nominated. Yes, 100%. They represent a, a chunk of the British music. They, I understand 100%. I will not be voting for them, but I I can't sit there and look at that nomination and go, what the hell are they doing here? They are totally worthy. I of, will say this, though. I would be a 1,000% shocked if they got it. I would, because I just... I, not I this year. Not this I think year. Not no. this year. I would be surprised, too. I would be surprised, too. But they deserve to be in. But I don't think, I think you're right. I think it's not going to be this year. Do you, think, um, do you think this is the year for Eurythmics? God, I hope so. I mean, honestly, if Duran Duran got in before the Eurythmics, I, would, I, I hope so. There the seems cr- to be, the there cr- seems to be no. a little more, a little more energy behind the Eurythmics this year. And I hope so. I mean, no, this is not a disrespect. I'm no, not right. comparing Duran no, and right. Duran. Absolutely. But because I think your rhythmics are, are They just, were groundbreaking to me. Like They Annie really Lennox were. And and just Annie Lennox solo yeah. career alone for crying out loud. Okay. But uh, yeah, I mean, I don't want to say, I hate, I hate the, like, oh, you can only have one. Of, right. You can only have one British group, you know. The crime but, is going to be the thing that I see happening. It's going to be Eminem getting in before Tribe Called Quest. That's oh, yeah. I mean, that's crime. a done deal. That's going to be the crime. Thing. That's a done deal. Yeah. But you wanted to, um, but, you know. Uh, mm. 
I got it. Like I said, and, and people and people have their ballots now, right? The ballots oh. are in. People have. Oh, is that it? Is it? Oh, is that what it looks like? Let yeah, it's see. big. Oop. It's a big ballot. Oh, wow. And then you flip. Ooh, I'm showing this to you on, on I'm, audio. And I'm full <laughs> gagging. I'm like, ooh. It's a big ballot with little oh. bios of everybody. Oh, so it gives you all of the information. Of all the information. Okay. And then you have your little thing here and you rip it out. And then and you and mail they it do, back. And they do pay for the postage. Thank okay. you very much. Um, and and when you, do you have to mail it by? Oh, I, wait to, to, I always wait to the last minute. Right. Uh, oh, it's early this year. April 29th. Has to be postmarked by April 29th. Um, and it's only five only five people this year. It's a hard ballot this year. You wanted to talk about Lionel Richie, too? Lionel Richie's an interesting one. Lionel Richie, because it's almost like, why aren't you already in there? Because that man, I mean, okay. Let's just even think about his work with the Commodores before we even get to the solo work. And I know it's probably, this is for his solo work, but... It's, yeah, it's the, just him, the not amount, him the But the amount yeah. of songs that this man has written, from the Commodores to his solo work, to the songs he wrote for Kenny Rogers and all of these other people, you know, I he is a one-man powerhouse. And just, on his writing alone, deserves to be in there. Is he in the Country Music Hall of Fame? Songwriter Hall of Fame? I believe he's in the Songwriter yeah. Hall of Fame. Yeah, uh, but uh, the, the country music one. Because I've never seen one of those CMA shows and he mm. was up there on stage with people. Well, because remember, he wrote... No, I know why. I'm just yeah. asking, is he yeah, actually... I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think he's... Yeah, in I, I wonder... All right. Yeah, all right. Uh-huh. It's another one, right? This is a hard... He's a great ballad. songwriter. Yes. He's a great songwriter. I would have him in as a songwriter before I'd have him as... Because as far as I'm concerned, please don't... No disrespect... He will never, in my mind, in Amy Linden's mind, be forgiven for all night long and dancing on the ceiling. He will Two never be forgiven. huge records, though. I know, Two but I don't Worldwide yeah. records. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people I, like a I, lot of things. Yeah. I hated dancing on the ceiling. Dancing on the ceiling is hard. <laughs> but Sorry. I mean. And I know it was the 80s. I know it was the 80s. Mm-hmm. We dressed weird in the 80s and Bob Giroldi videos. But, but. I mean, I mean, fucking, oh, what a feeling to be dancing. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, oh, my God. As I'm lying on the floor in a club going, make it stop, make it stop, make it stop. Um, Great songwriter. Not a huge fan of his voice. Um, Not that he's a bad singer. I like him better when he's rougher with the well, Commodores, that voice. I've seen, have you ever seen I him I think live? he has a very have you good ever, chance. Have you ever seen him live? Yes, with the Commodores. He's, I, I saw him alive by himself. And he was amazing. I'm sure and you he is. Yet, how many hits he had? I mean, he just everything he said was like, "Oh my God, write this song! Oh my God, right. write this!" As song. a songwriter, oh God, I think he's. I song. think he's fantastic. I but that's it. I think he's getting in this year. He should. I he think he is. To be in. Well, everybody on that list deserves to be in, yeah. but I think he's getting in. I think he's checking a bunch of boxes. I think AKA that the Black. nominees, well, but I think the nominees, I think the inductees this year are mm. going to skew much older. Um, and I and I think it's Eminem is going to be the young gun on the list. You know, I think it's going to skew. I think it's going to skew much more traditional and much more people scratching their head going, is this rock and roll than usual? And I'm not mad at that. 
Yeah. I'm not mad at people realizing that rock and roll is not just a bunch of guys banging their heads with a guitar. Right. I think he, I think that he's, I think that there's some mojo behind okay. him this year. So if you had to take a guess, cause I'm not trying to get you any trouble. Who do you think the five are going to be? It's not getting me into trouble. Um, Dolly. Okay. Here's who I think. Dolly, Pat Benatar, Eminem. Carly Simon, Lionel Richie. That's who I think is going to get in. You think Carly's going to do it? I think so. I think. I think. But I think Duran Duran. Isn't Judas be... Priest on that list, though? Yeah, I think Duran Duran could be the dark horse. No, though. I think I Judas really is going to get in. Yeah, I, I hope Ju- so. I think Judas will replace Carly on that. On your I list. hope so. Yeah. I'm not. A, I'm not. I have. I am not a heavy metal this. fan, but they we deserve it. We have said it. this before. I yeah. cannot believe that Judas Priest isn't in there. Yeah. I was like, really? <laughs> yeah. All right. You want to take us home, my friend? Take me home. Thank you guys for listening. You know what to do. Follow us. Star. Dance. Do it all. It's been great. We love you. You know where to find us. Remember to star, rate. Thank you. We're on Pantheon Podcast Network. Thank you. Remember, there's over 70 shows there. Check, check, check us out there. Check, check out all check the episodes. <laughs> you will love it. We love you. We gotta go. Thank you, guys. Bye. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.